Movie Journey Podcast, where we react and review to films from the IMDb Top 250. How you going, Dean? Good, Hendo. How are you? Doing very well. Pretty keen for this reaction review today, eh, Dean? Yeah, very, very keen. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a great film. Yeah, we're up to uh, Damien Chazelle's Whiplash. Whiplash. Damien Chazelle, there's a name I've not heard for some time. I mean, you hear his name every time you watch La La Land, which is like, what, once every four days? I mean, does he have another film coming out? I feel like it's been a while since First Man now. It's been a while. That was 2017. It's a long time between yeah. drinks. And I, I feel like I've heard his name in a film coming up, but I just, I cannot remember it. And I feel, I, but I think Gosling is in it from memory, from some vague news I heard a very long time ago. I mean, that's a big call, Hendo. I mean, we can look it up now if you want. Uh, okay. All right. We'll look it up now. I mean, we're not even to the trivia yet. We haven't even watched the movie. Oh, yeah. He's got a, a movie in post-production for 2022 called Babylon. What is Babylon about? I mean, we're just cutting straight into the trivia here. Which eh? jazz... Uh- <laughs> Let's see. Oh, it's got uh, Olivia Wilde, Brad Pitt, Tobey Maguire, Margot Robbie, Samara Weaving. Uh, no Gosling inside. Hold on. <laughs> Margot Robbie and Samara Weaving in the same film? I mean, they must be playing like twins. Isn't that going to get confusing? Maybe. What if they're playing like the same person? I doubt they're playing the same person. Anyway, let's uh, let's not start worrying about the trivia right now because we actually have to watch the movie first. We'll get our reactions over on our YouTube channel and then we'll head into the review. So if you want to be checking out that reaction... Head on over to the YouTube channel. We'll leave a link in the description for the podcast. If you are interested in checking out the full-fledged video commentary, we have that over on our Patreon, as well as many other reactions that we've done. So go ahead, check out Patreon if you're interested in that. But we'll be going to watch Whiplash right now, and we'll be back with our review of that movie, Dean. Yes, we will. All right, Dean, we just finished watching Whiplash. Yes, we actually did, Hendo. We, what do you mean we actually did, as opposed to when we actually didn't? Well, I, I can't say actually without it meaning actually. You just say, yes, we did. Yes, we actually did finish it. Stop, stop I'm agreeing changing, with stop you. Stop changing your uh, quotes that you do. My you, quotes? That's not quote. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure we've finished every... Uh, so, we just finished watching blah, blah, blah. You're like, yes, we did, Hendo. Yes, yes we did. Yes, we did. I, I love that you put on like a a soothing voice when well, you try I mean, and do my voice. It's it's purely, it's, it's purely for this. You know, it's, a, it's a good try. Good try, but not quite, not quite there for it's me. It's purely for this smooth, not jazzy movie tempo. that we just watched. Stop it. <laughs> All right, we flashed the 2014 American psychological drama film. Psychological wow. drama. Written and directed by Damien Chazelle, starring Miles Teller, J.K. Simmons, Paul Reiser, and Melissa Benoist. Uh, is that how you say her last name? Benoist? 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 It's not moist. It's N. Benoist. It's got to be Benoist. Has to be. Maybe the T is silent. It's interesting that there's Benoist. so... Hey, maybe it's Benoist. Oh, yeah. Okay. Would there be an S if it was Benoit, though? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to go with Benoist. <laughs> Say it phonetically. Benoist. Anyway, it's surprising that there's uh, so little like actors in this film. It's very- uh, What do you very, mean? Very tight. Yeah, there's not many actors in it. There's a lot of musicians- Yes, but- Who probably can't act. Yeah, they're there to play the music. Mm. Anyway, music by Justin Hurwitz, who has two Academy Award wins for the song City of Stars from La La Land, as well as the score for La La Land. Yeah. He also, got a nomi- he also got a nomination the same year for the song Audition as well. So he really cleaned up that year. Yeah, did uh, really, really well. So while attending Princeton High School, high school? Uh, Chazelle was in a very competitive jazz band. I mean, it's high school. How competitive are we talking here? Very competitive jazz band and drew on the dread he felt in those years. 
High school's hard, Hendo. <laughs> he based Terence Fletcher on his former band instructor who died in 2003, but pushed it further. I bet he didn't. I bet his actual teacher <laughs> was this main. Adding elements of Buddy Rich and other band leaders known for their harsh treatment. Chazelle said he wrote the film initially in frustration while trying to get his musical La La Land off the ground. Well, there you go. Makes sense. I'm sure that this, this movie his... definitely helped contribute to La La Land. This was his bound. Okay, well, don't mind that. That wasn't bad for like that, yeah, which that was, was obviously good. made by the Wachowskis before they could do The Matrix. Yes, so right-of-way films and Blumhouse Productions helped Chazelle turn 15 pages of his original sh- screenplay into a short film starring Johnny Simmons as Neiman and J.K. Simmons as Fletcher. Okay, makes sense. J.K. I Simmons as Fletcher. I thought Johnny Simmons could have been like what the J stands for in J.K. Simmons. <laughs> he played them both. <laughs> Johnny Utah. (laughs) (laughs) The 18-minute short film received acclaim after debuting at the 2013 Sundance Film Festival, winning the Short Film Jury Award for Fiction, which attracted investors to produce the complete version of the script. I mean, was this only made to try and get investors or was J.K. Simmons actually signing on to do a short film? Um, What do you think, Kendo? I think that he signed on to do a short film here. I agree. I think J.K. Simmons, top bloke. Yep. He signs on to a lot in a nice way. He probably liked the short story, short script. He's like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll act in this. Early on during production, Chazelle gave J.K. Simmons direction that I want you to take it past what you think the normal limit would be, telling him, I don't want to see a human being on screen anymore. I want to see a monster, a gargoyle, an animal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he said it like that. How do you know, Hendo? No, I mean, the, you know, Chazelle telling him to do that, and you can definitely see that on the screen when he's uh, when he's acting. Many of the band members were real musicians or music students. There you go, Dean. Look at you. You're, did you know that already when you said I that? I mean, it's so obvious. <laughs> God. And Chazelle tried to capture their expressions of fear and anxiety when they were pressed by Simmons, but they're all terrible actors, so he focused on the other guys. <laughs> Chazelle said that between takes, Simmons was as sweet as can be. You did say that as well. Yeah. Like, oh, Jokingly, don't tell me you're being serious, but jokingly, when you know they yell cut after the huge, you know, tempo scene, mm. he's like, hey, yeah, one was that? That was a good, good acting, yeah. guys. Yeah, I think so. Uh, which he credits for keeping the shoot from being nightmarish. Makes sense. Like if you had the movie that was being presented when you're acting, and then you yell cut, and it's the exact same situation, mm. be a rough, be a rough, rough time. Yeah, although it wouldn't be that rough because it was only shot in 19 days. Bearing in mind, though, 14 hour days. It's pretty big. rough. That's big. Pretty rough. But you get it done. Get it done quick, hey. Yeah. So Chazelle was involved in a serious car accident in the third week of shooting. Wow. And was hospitalised with possible concussion, but he returned to set the next day to finish the film on time. Do you reckon he wrote that scene into the movie? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think it's that serious. Just putting it out there. What that he he got back to work the next day. Yeah. Serious car accident. I mean, I I feel like a lot of people who have actually been in a serious car accident. Would like a word. Is that you? No. You went back away the next day after your most recent car accident? Most recent? Well, yeah. 12, 13 years yeah. ago. Yeah, most recent. My <laughs> most recent and only car accident. Yes, I went back to work. Uh, although Miles Teller has been drumming since he was 15 years old, he took additional lessons four hours a day, th- three days a week. What was he doing with the other days? He received blisters. I got blisters on my fingers. <laughs> He received blisters on his hands due to the vigorous, unconventional style of jazz drumming. Is it unconventional if all jazz drummers do it? Isn't that just the jazz way? It's unconventional to the typical drumming that you'd see. This is the way. Some of his blood was on the drumsticks and the drum set as a result. Ah, I could tell that was real blood. Okay, let's just back up a set. Okay, back it up. Beep, beep. <laughs> Miles Teller was already a drummer. 
I don't think he was this kind of drummer, though. He probably played the drum. That was probably him in the video clip he was watching when he was a kid. All right, quick. Who was a better drummer? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Miles Teller before he signed on for this film or you now <laughs> with your... <laughs> I mean, it would probably be him. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> During the more intense practice scenes, Chazelle wouldn't yell cut so that Miles Teller would keep drumming until he exhausted himself. Wow. Man. Sounds like bullying. Sounds like Fletcher. What? For the slapping scene, J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller filmed several takes with Simmons only miming the slap. Okay. For the final take, Simmons and Teller decided to film the scene with a real genuine slap. This is that take. <laughs> <laughs> J.K. Simmons suffered two cracked ribs when Miles Teller tackled him during the last two days of shooting. Simmons managed to continue working despite his injury. Despite his serious injury. What a badass Simmons is. When asked about the film's ending, J.K. Simmons claimed that he and writer-director Damien Chazelle wanted to inspire discussion and debate and not decide, are we happy for Andrew Neiman or are we lamenting his loss of humanity? The debate I love is how far is too far? How much is too much? Is it worth it? This kind of relentless abuse, this is still a quote, by the way, this kind of relentless abuse might be necessary and appropriate if you're training Navy SEALs, but I don't know if it's appropriate in a music school. But it's there, and it can be productive. There's no denying that. From my own perspective, I'd rather have a pretty girlfriend than go to work with this guy and have my hands bleed all the time. I would have made a different choice. It's a very interesting discussion that, you know, what happens at the end of this movie. I mean, let's talk about it, Hendo. We will in a minute, but with a budget of $3.3 million, it yeah, grossed- Why would we talk about it then? Nah. It just was completely let's set up Let's finish the us. trivia off. $49 million this movie made. Not bad at all with a little $3.3 million budget. Very the good. film received the Top Audience and Grand Jury Awards in the US Dramatic Competition at the 2014 Sundance Film Festival. It also took the Grand Prize and the Audience Award for Favourite Film of the 40th Davout American Film Festival. J.K. Simmons won 47 awards for his role as Fletcher. That's a lot of awards to be winning during that that, uh, period. Can we compare it to anyone else? Uh, Who would have won a ton of awards for their acting role? one role. role? Let's go like Daniel Day-Lewis in Lincoln. I don't know. Okay. I haven't even seen Lincoln. I haven't seen Lincoln. So I wouldn't know. I would not know. Anyway, this film won three Academy Awards that year. It was nominated for, I believe, two others. It was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay, which it lost to The Imitation Game. It was actually planned to compete for Best Original Screenplay, but the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Science announced that the film would instead be competing in the Adapted Screenplay category, to the surprise of many, including Chazelle. Although the Writers Guild of America categorized the screenplay as original, the AMPAS classed it as an adaption of the 2013 short version. What do you make of that? Because it's it's adapted from his own short story, it's not an original. I think that's pretty stupid, to be honest. I completely agree. I think it's original. It is. It's It's, his own story. It's his work. Yeah. He made a shortened version of and then expanded upon. Nah. It was also nominated for Best Picture, which it lost to Birdman. But it won three Academy Awards that year. It won Best Sound Mixing. It won Best Film Editing. And J.K. Simmons won Best Supporting Actor like he did with every other award ceremony that year. All right, scores, Dean. Rotten Tomatoes critics give this a 94%, saying intense, inspiring, and well-acted. Whiplash is a brilliant sophomore effort from director Damien Chazelle and a riveting vehicle for stars J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller. Rotten Tomatoes audience completely agree with the critics with a 94% as well. There you go. Metacritic, I don't have their score for some reason. (laughs) Maybe I'll look that up. 88%. That's high for Metacritic, isn't it? It is very high. Letterboxd, give it a 4.4. That is high. high, But let's take a look at the history of Whiplash in the IMDb Top 250 list. 
This debuted on the 12th of January in 2015 at the number 54 spot. It's quite high. Mm. The highest it ever got to was number 37, which was about less than a month later. It hovered around the 3747 mark for a while. Uh, I say a while, uh, meaning up until right now, where it currently sits at number 43 <laughs> with an 8.5 over 765,000 votes. That's so very high. It is it? very high, this yeah. movie. But I ask you, good sir, we've just watched the movie, you for the third time, me for the second time. What do you think of Whiplash? I mean, it's one of those films that, you know, I was talking to some people at work today about it, and I say talking to, I mean, you know, I'd say, hey, I'm going to watch Whiplash tonight, and they go, what's that? Never heard of it. What? Yep. Uh, And, yeah, it's it's, it's not a really well-known film. I feel like it's obviously very well-known for people who, like, actually love movies and, Mm -hmm. you know, looking this stuff up, but... You know, a mainstream movie watcher, casual movie watcher, doesn't know what this film is. Uh, so, I sort of was like, oh, is it is it still really that good? You know, like, I, I obviously thought very highly of it previously. And it, it is. Like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with this film at all. And I think the reason there's nothing wrong with it is because it doesn't try to be something it's not. You know, it doesn't try and have, you know, all these subplots. Like, there is that small subplot with uh, his... Girlfriend, but I feel like that's that's such a necessary part of Absolutely, this film. Absolutely, yeah. You know, it's not you know, it's not the main drive with the, the music, but him having to actually sacrifice um, everything else in his life because he ha- he starts the film with nothing. Yep. You know, he's he's got no friends. I mean, he's got a good relationship with his father, obviously, but yeah, his uh, this film is just so short, so tight. It's so quick. Like you watch it, and you're like, oh. How good is this film? It's high energy. You talk about you, tempo. You feel you talk about you, tempo at all. This this tempo is very very quick. Yeah, and you going. feel that you feel that energy in you, and it's mm-hmm. it's yeah, God, it does not disappoint at all. Endo, what do you think? Completely of it? agree, mate. Uh, I definitely had high hopes coming into this movie the second time around. I think the first time I watched, I loved it, and yeah, this did not disappoint once again. It is it is just firing on all cylinders. This film. J.K. Simmons is outstanding in this film. The direction from Chazelle is fantastic. The, like you said, the the pacing of this film, the editing is just you know, like it's the drum beat. Like you were talking at the start, how the the cuts were mat- matching to the beat of the music that was playing. I was talking about it, yeah. Yeah, I mean it was. I mean it wasn't hard to pick up. I mean, the, on the first you didn't scene, pick up on it. Uh, it was so obvious. That's why you're like, hey, they're, they're, that's cutting to the beat of the drum. Yeah, because like, mate, yeah, yeah, yeah keep yeah. up. Because only the only things you come. You're dragging, on. right? <laughs> All right, go on. Yeah, this film is fantastic. The the way that you have this story of this guy who's just trying – who will do anything, anything to achieve perfection, to be one of the greats. He will you know, ruin relationships. He will just completely dismantle his entire life purely, not just for you know achieving his own satisfaction of being one of the greats, but, but to try and please this guy who is just mentally destroying him at every single moment in his own sick, psychotic way to get him to be the best at what he's doing. Should the stakes have been higher maybe? No, because you're saying like he's a guy who'll do anything. What did what did we see him sacrifice? Right, we saw him sacrifice. Did you want him to like kill a man or something? A relationship. Why would you go there? This is a you film said you want the stakes to be higher. Film. Well, you just go immediately. <laughs> sure. Mama just killed a man. Like, come on. Um, no, I'm saying like maybe would it have been? Just bear with me before you jump in and jump down my throat with. Oh, we pledge is perfect. Don't fucking say anything. I mean, I said exactly what you just. Anyway, said. I'm just saying. I'm just Only saying. Shorter. Would it have been? Um, more impactful if maybe he had a maybe if he was in love, right? If we saw this true love, 
maybe not Mia and Sebastian, but this true love story. Not, and I don't mean like flesh it out and make it a two and a half hour film. But if he actually was in this loving relationship, which he then had to give up for it, or even if he starts the film off and he's already in this deep, committed relationship, which he then gives up. Because what I'm saying is you're saying, oh, he does anything for his music. Really, it's not like he sacrifices a relationship with the father, is it? He sacrifice he sacrifices a relationship with a new girlfriend who, in every situation we've seen them together, it's kind of a little awkward and he talks about himself almost exclusively. No, because you want this to be... I, knew, I know. Whatever oh. I would say there. Am I not allowed if, to finish? Even if you felt I was right, you'd be like, no. <laughs> no, because I have an answer before you even started your question. Because if you have him start as a... Okay. Compl- which, Jesus which, Christ. Which proves my point. You had an answer before I even asked yeah, you the I, question. because I know what your question is. I mean, it just tells can me I, that you're I not answer? listening. You're not listening to my my side, can my I, argument, because you're like, I'm not listening to you. I'm waiting for you to finish so I can yeah. tell you the right answer. I haven't even asked you a question. My answer is because if we start this character off completely different and then transform me, this isn't a person who has been who hasn't been doing this his entire life to achieve this goal. We see him at the start; he's already in drumming. He wants to do this the best he can. We see videos of him starting drumming when he was a young kid. This has been his entire life. If we start off, he's just some uh, you know regular Joe Schmo who's got a love life and that, and he's like, oh yeah, I'll get the drumming now and then he's then he starts it that's completely different that's- a regular joe schmo <laughs> with a love up okay okay well maybe he starts off um the same way he does but maybe the relationship is different maybe he's head over heels for this girl and has to make the tough choice because you see when he breaks up with her it's not like he's sad about it okay it's I don't not think like he, he should be sad it's not like I think well, Melissa Benoit. Come on, man. No i it's- think this is the character of andrew like he just he's not even invested in this to but he's never been it. invested because he's so invested in drumming. He's so invested in being the great. But That's may- all it is. Maybe it would mean more if he had to actually sacrifice something he cared about. I, th- I think in a way he does sacrifice a little bit his relationship with his father here. I wanted to bring this How up. So? The look that the dad gives at the mm-hmm. very end when he's when he's seeing his son like completely go off tap on the drums. Do you th- What do you think that look is? Do you think that's a look of happiness? I feel like he's seeing him. I feel like Andrew I think he- is seen by his father in that moment. No, I think it's for the worst. He gives a look. What, you somewhat, think it's disappointment? I think it's a look of horror. Like look horror. What, yeah, horror. Really? Look at what this has done to my son. He like he is so turned him into a drumming god. This is not what he thinks. This is not what the father is aiming for. He can see a guy who has just mentally been broken down. Thirty seconds before that, he was like hugging him in his arms, like it's okay. Like you've just been, you know, just and that on gave stage. that gave Andrew that's the not strength, what the, that's, though. But that's not what the father is is about all about. The that's what I'm, I'm. I'm pretty sure the question was, "What do you think the father thinks about all this?" It's not about the father. <laughs> you was twat. that the question? Yes, it was. <laughs> Is that the question you wanted to ask? What do you think of J.K. Simmons? I mean, what can I say here that hasn't been said? You won 47 awards, Hendo. Yes. Would he win the Dean Award, though? I mean, what are, what's the criteria? Is he a, is he, does he put in a great performance here? <laughs> Worthy of the 47 other Worthy awards. Worthy of me. <laughs> Uh, I get no. Of course. Do you want to have a look and see who was up against that? Oh, year? I'd love to see his competition because you know I would have said I would have said um, uh, Michael Keaton, but he would probably would have been up for best actor that year. Yeah, should have thought about it before he said it. Was there any supporting actors in Birdman? Uh, Norton, Mia, Galifianakis, Norton. The Revenant that year, isn't it? Tom Hardy? Maybe. Oh, Tom Hardy. He was definitely nominated. Let's see. Let's see, Ethan Hawke in Boyhood, Robert Duvall in The Judge, Mark Ruffalo in Foxcatcher, and Norton for Birdman. Yeah, I think he wins hands down. I can see why he won every single award. No? Disagree? Thoughts? I mean, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, he's deserving to win that for sure. For sure. I'm just trying to think what's the next best performance. I don't know. I didn't really like the judge. Anyway. Billy Ruffalo. I'd say Ruffalo. Quite like it. I haven't seen the judge. 
Do you just like Norton because you like Norton or do you like Norton in Birdman? Yeah, I like Norton in Birdman. I feel he like, actually is pretty good in Birdman, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I feel <laughs> like he really does go back to his um, you know, late 90s, early 2000s Norton. It's good. You a big fan of jazz? No, definitely You a big not. fan of jazz after this movie? No. How can you say you're not a big fan of jazz when like you just adore La La Land so much? You're like, you should be Sebastian by now. I mean, the similarities are striking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I love I love those two jazz movies. Um do I ever sit in my car and put the jazz on? Can you appreciate jazz, though? I can appreciate all good music, Kendo. So, jazz is good. That's good. That's all I wanted to hear. If it's good, I can appreciate it. Very good. Do you, did, did, did you enjoy the... God, it's, how many minutes was that drum solo at the end? Oh, the drum solo. Six minutes? Drum solo is fantastic. Did you like that drum solo? Absolutely. Would you ever listen to that outside of this film? I, I would watch it. Purely for what you're seeing on the screen as well, the culmination, culmination, culmination. Of, <laughs> of Fletcher and Neiman's relationship, I guess. So, yeah, but the actual I mean, music we're... itself, separating it from the visuals, mm. maybe not for you. So, yeah, I wouldn't list, go and listen to a jazz record, but the way that it's presented- a Yeah, record. I mean, I think there's a no jazz, jazz think, on Spotify, is there? I think a jazz, I think vinyl for some reason. <laughs> scratching of that vinyl. <laughs> but it's the way that it's presented to us, like the, the fantastic look of the film, the, the quick cut editing, the awesome acting. It's, it's, it all just encapsulates into this fantastic film. Yeah, I do agree. So I think we asked some questions during the reaction about just how in, on top of it is Fletcher. Like, when is he controlling Andrew so much? Like, at the end of it, is he satisfied? Like, did he mean to do this the entire time? Like, he obviously right at the very end with the, when they two lock eyes just before that last little bit of the solo – he is he a proud teacher? Like I did, I set out to do this, and I've made him be the drummer that I th- he should be. I think, but you, at what cost? At what cost? I think you're giving Fletcher probably a little too much credit. Okay, so when he deliberately sabotages his drumming for that uh, song at the end, and and he Up gets swinging. yes, that's it, upswing. And when he leaves the stage, is that what he wanted to do, or is it more of a test? Like, if he really is the great, he will come back and do something here. I think it's a win-win for Fletcher. I think if he sabotages, because we know, I think in this moment he is being spiteful. Okay, yeah, his his career has gone down. You know, he's no longer the boss of this prestigious school band. You know, yeah, it's just the height of all musicians' careers. <laughs> um, you know, he's he's. I think if he he knows it's he knows it's Andrew, right? Yeah. I think he would be very satisfied if he embarrassed this guy in front of everyone. And he said, he says before, like, if you stuff up here, they never forget. They have long memories. I think he would be very happy to derail this guy's music career, like possible music career. He obviously had put the drums in the cupboard. But I also think that he gets vindication and that, you know, sense of whilst Andrew has responded and um, come up to the challenge and delivered... He can then look at himself and say, I did that. Is that delusional as well? Like, at, at what cost? Like, where does he go from here? He has to continue go- going on and on and further and further and further to continue to be, you know, one of the greats. And that's what I mean by the look that the father gives. Like, where, where, when is enough enough? I think the father's proud. I don't think he's proud. I think he is horrified by what his son has had to go through to do this. He's and playing lengths, drums, the le- No, come on. It's more than that. You've seen, you've seen, the, you've seen the movie where <laughs> no, the blood we are stains. We're not talking about the drums. The sweat, the blood. The, the, so much he nearly died drums. in a car accident trying to get to the- He wasn't drumming. Oh, come on. <laughs> 
they show this as a very serious thing. I know you say, yeah, it's just drumming, but the way they present it. I didn't say it was just drumming. That was you. I said he was drumming. Oh, come on. You know what you were talking about. I, I think that his father really is conflicted. Like, yeah, his son is happy that he's done this, but like at, at what cost? Like, where, is he go- where does he go from here? He's still a person. What do you mean at what cost? What does the father think that he's given up? <laughs> he's he's somewhat given up a life, hasn't he? He gave up his girlfriend. He gave up- His what, life what else? was music. But this, you know, he was never to this point where he was just, you know- He was. The film opened with him sitting alone in a room playing not, drums. Not like this. <laughs> not like this. Not like this. <laughs> Look, I think overall the discussion that we've had kind of just shows how great this film is. Oh, sure. Nice deflection, Hendo. Excellent. All right, Dean, what's your favourite scene of the film? Uh, so, I mean, no, 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 I'm going to go first because I feel like you may, you may take mine, but I'm just going to do I it. I need to rush, Hendo. Uh, I'll drag it out then if you want. It's the final scene for sure. Which the- bit of the final 20 minutes? By the point when he comes back and takes control of everything. He asserts his dominance. He pushes He pushes uh, Fletcher aside. You know, you're not in control anymore. I'm the one in control here. He makes it known that essentially he's taken the Fletcher role here. Doesn't need him anymore. He's shown him I'm the boss man now. Taken the Fletcher role. Like, Fletcher comes up to him and starts trying to do his little, I will gouge out your eyes. Bang! He just gets sent away. Like, don't even talk to me anymore. Like, this is me. I'm the one now. I'm the man. I'm the great. And the respect or the, the... you know, the acknowledgement that Fletcher is like, yes, yes, you're finally here. You're finally yeah. where I wanted you to be. And, and the, you know, the, the drum solo as it, as it slows down, and you see Fletcher like, yes, yes, he wants more, he wants more. And then when they lock eyes right before more. they finish that off, the, that, that yes, more. yes. <laughs> that whole thing is just is fantastic. I loved it. Uh, I do agree with you, Hendo. That is also my... Uh, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. For all the reasons you said. But also, I just like seeing J.K. Simmons smile, right? It's a good look. Is it the... I don't know. He smiles, he smiles when he really reels Andrew in at the start. He's like, mm. yeah, open up to me. To tell me some of your, mm. you know, your sad moments in life so I can use it against you in 20 minutes' time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, phenomenal ending. Any last words? All right, Dean, what's your final thoughts for Whiplash? I just felt like this was such a riveting, entertaining, exciting, thrilling ride. And it, for me, without doubt... Amazing. Amazing. Incredible. Outstanding. I have to agree with you, mate. I can't find any faults in this movie. Fantastic performances all around. Fantastic music, editing, direction. This whole thing is just a blast. This movie never drags. It all it does is rush, but in a good way. Amazing. Amazing. Incredible. Outstanding. I love this film so much. I was the best because the crowd loved me. All right, Dean, where is this going to sit on your rankings of uh, 102 films now at the IMDb Top 250 list? Obviously, we're going to hit up your five-star films here. Take a look, see what you got. Wow, this is its so tough ranking five-star films, isn't it? Because <laughs> you look at them and it's like, oh, they're all, they're all perfect. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Where are you going to start? I, I don't know. Do you start at the bottom of your fives? Let's start that Terminator at 31? Is it better than Terminator? Yeah. Okay. There's a start. Okay. What about Lion King? Yeah. All right. You can do the rest. Okay. Is it better than Casino? Yes, it is. V for Vendetta. Yep. Snatch. Yeah. Okay. Silence of Lambs. Is it better than Silence of Lambs? God, this is so tough. Yep. Better than Terminator 2. Yep. How dare you? LA Confidential. Yep. Die Hard. I mean, Die Hard. Oh, the OG. This is the benchmark, mate. This is where you set every movie. I was sort of looking around Die Hard. I'm like- because after Die Hard, Saving Private Ryan, it's funny, I've recently watched them, them both actually. So, this is fresh. 
God, how is Donnie Darko above those two films? Ooh, you looking at a little <laughs> drop there? <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll look at that another time. Uh, I'm going to put it... Wow, well, I haven't I'm gonna, seen I'm gonna, this conflicted in a while. Yeah, I'm going to put it in between them. I'm going to say it's better than Die Hard, but not as good as Saving Private Ryan, but still better than Donnie Darko. Uh, <laughs> so, Whiplash will be my new number 23, 23. out of 120. That's right, 102 films. What about you? Let's have a look here. Uh, Let's see. I'm actually going to start off at the other Chazelle film here, La La Land. uh, Why would you do that? Come on. Because there's no way you're saying, and that's where it stops. <laughs> see the well, see the better or you know worse than La La Land, and if it's, it's clearly better, if it's inferior. better, I'm going to go up, and if it's worse, I'm going to start going clearly down. Really inferior to La La Land. Oh, see, before this, I had Whiplash above La La Land, and now I'm just I'm just not too sure. Mm. Man, great poster, La La Land. What's Whiplash poster look like? It's the drum with the two sticks on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Look, I'm telling you. Could this be where it like stays next to La La Land, maybe higher or lower? Nah, if it's this it, close. Whiplash is better than La La Land. <laughs> I think it's better than Toy Story. Sounds like you like La La Land more than Toy Story. I think it's better than Snatch. And I'm off to Die Hard. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got No Country for All Men after that at 18. See, I, d- I don't, I don't think it's better than No Country for All Men. So it's the question of whether it's better than Die Hard or not. He's got to copy me, don't you? Well, you copied my uh, excellent and my essentially review of this film. Oh man, this is so. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Die Hard above it. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have Whiplash as my new number twenty out of 102 films. All right, so very similar to me. Would you have yours? Twenty-three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. All right, but let's see what our patrons think. We may still have mail. Mail, mail, mail. Here it is, and this oh. could be it. Oh. And it's just the one review this week, and it's a course from... Shane! So, this film surprised me. I remember, I remember like everyone else, I was blown away when Whiplash came out. You know, not by the movie, but by all the uh, crazy hype and five-star reviews. I thought, it, I thought it was good, but nothing special. Okay, so watch it now. It's a lot better than I remember. I'm just wondering whether I should be discussing what I liked about it, or why I'm not giving it five stars again like everyone else. Maybe it's the same thing. The film has a relatively short runtime, goes by fast, and is a very contained story. We don't see much of Terence Fletcher outside of the rehearsals. We don't see much of Andrew either. You know, apart from the whole um, dating the girl side plot, which is strangely dropped and never returned to. Hmm. So they're the two leads, and really there's nothing much to say about anyone else. Watching them work together, though, is extremely captivating. J.K. Simmons is just brutal, you know, as usual. Uh, but, you know, in a good way, <laughs> as usual. What what I really loved this time about the movie is its message, you know, just focusing in on one task and fully committing to it. Anyone who's creative should respect that passion, I think, that drive to succeed. So on that front, it's very, you know, enjoyable and inspiring. Get ready for a lot of drumming, of course. I think on my first time watch, I, I didn't... I'm calling it a first time watch now. Oh, that's great. I didn't I didn't like the uh, the music so much, uh, but that's not really the point um, of this movie. The, the film is too small scale and limited 
for me to regard it with higher praise than that. But um, you know, considering I was looking forward to this as an opportunity to blast to blast everyone for overrating the film, you know, Whiplash should consider itself lucky. Four stars. Very good. I do get what he's saying, though, Hendo, in regards to the scale is small. I think that's why I struggled to place it so much because, you know, you look at these other films, which are, you know, some some of these massive stories and, like, big, big um, grandiose uh, operations. So I think I think it is it is hard to judge it because it is it is a very different film. Whiplash. You say it on a on a small scale, and I think that actually brings the conversation back to the conversation that Andrew was having at the dinner table with his family, where they didn't think what he was doing was that larger scale. But to him, in his mind, and this is because this is his goal and his dream, it is a large scale for him. So I guess but they they treat the other these cousins or whatever like the football, like it's it's a huge deal. Like these are the these are the best like, and. They don't care about the old drumming. They just think it's like a hobby for him. Yeah, but it's actually his his life and his yeah, passion. Okay. But I think in the same vein, uh, could you say that Andrew is not giving enough credit or kudos to these cousins? Oh, ab- absolutely. Because they obviously care about this footy as much as he cares about his drummer. Exactly. But this is drummer? the story drumming? of Andrew. Drumming. He's very single-minded in, in what he's, he's selfish. doing. He is. He definitely is. That's why he, you know, gives up on his misses so quickly. Like, yeah, and the way he does it as well. It's like, yeah, you it's know, this is, what's, this is what's going to happen. Even when he calls calls her back to reconnect, it's not like, hey, listen, I've made a mistake or there's yeah. no apologies or even forget about the apologising side of it. He's not even like, hey, do you want to come out, grab some pizza, you know, and just hang out? He's saying, hey, come watch me yeah. be a drummer. Yeah, It's all about exactly. the music. Now, overall, very great review there, Shane. Nice to hear a slightly different perspective on the movie. I, I enjoyed it. So... What's next? All right, next week, Dean, we're not into the top 250. We are starting a new franchise on, yes, the, we are. on the old YouTube reaction channel every second week, of course, when we don't do a top 250 film. We're, uh, we're going to be throwing out a new new series, and we have several movies in this franchise that are actually in the top 250, so mm. it sort of blends well further on down the track. Definitely, definitely does. It's, uh, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one, Dean. Uh, are, we, are we telling, or are we just going to say mm. it's set in a different time period? It's a period drama. Maybe it's set in a... Galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Do we leave it at that? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't know what we're doing now? I mean, I, we should still say it. Yeah, of course. We are doing the, the Star Phantom Wars, <laughs> the yes. Star Wars franchise. Dun, 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 Eleven dun, movies, dun, is it, Dean? Dun, dun, dun. Yes, it is. Yep, the the nine episodes and the two spin-offs, I guess. Yep. And we'll we will be doing it in chronological order. Is that right, Dean? We're not starting with four. We're going no, straight. No, no, no. Yeah. Definitely chronological. So it's going to be the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Return, no, Revenge, Revenge of the, the Sith. Sith. My and, God. And then is it Solo, then Rogue One? Yes. Okay. And then it's A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and finishing off with the Piece de la Resistance of The Rise of Skywalker. Is it? Uh, I don't think it is at all. But that's going to be fun over the next uh, what couple of months that we'll be doing this every fortnight. Should be it should be a good time. Hey Dean, sounds good, Hendo. Very yeah. exciting. And of course, we will be talking about what else we've been watching over the last fortnight next week as well. But until then, thank you very much, guys, for checking out the episode, and we'll see you next week for Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Bye.